T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. He brings the passion. For what? I want to know now. I'm, I'm mentally invested. Don't tell me to pray. You don't say what for. He brings the perspective. Yeah, I I they both have a great point. Get off me, text line. Uh, he's truly one of a kind. That is wow. Oh, my God. Oh. And he's doing a great job. Okay. I need you to man up and say what you really want to say. I mean, you're doing a great job. They're Steiny and Guru. Yeah. On 95.7 The Game. All righty. No Daryl the Guru Johnson today. He's taking care of some things. JD in for Guru. And uh, just say, give you a little uh, behind the scenes here. One of the reasons that you know, we only went 10, 12 minutes on the uh, changeover. Because we have a guest at 1230. And he's a good one. Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan. He was on the call last night for uh, TNT. Uh, for the Warriors game against the Grizzlies. And uh, he's joining us in uh, 15 minutes. Kevin Harlan. Awesome. Kevin Harlan. He's a, one of the best, obviously. Uh, Warriors get beat 131-110 to Memphis. They give up 48 in the first quarter. And to me, J.D., that game last night was... was uh, it, it was ugly. It was ugly, but it, it, it was a game where every time the Warriors... They, they didn't make any runs in that game. They were all pseudo-runs. They all got to a certain number, and then I always say, well, it's now at that point where if, but it never got past that point. Yeah, every yeah. time it looked like they had action, they showed you immediately they had no action. Exactly. And and we're down 12 again, or 18, or, or whatever it wound up being. But look, we've talked about the first quarters, and you give up. I mean, this was the worst first quarter maybe the whole season for the Warriors after they had just had two horrendous first quarters against the Lakers and against Oklahoma City. You give up 40 to OKC, and you're thinking, well, that's about as bad as it can get. Oh, no. You give up 48 to Memphis, who came into the game without a couple of starters themselves and and looking like they were in complete shambles. And I think the most alarming thing, and there are a lot of alarming things off of last night, and off of these last three. I think the most alarming aspect of last night's game for the Warriors is the fact that everybody on the planet knows they wanted that game last night. They wanted that game last night. They hate the Grizzlies. Dylan Brooks is popping off. They feel like they got a little something on the Grizzlies based on the playoff success that they had last year and knocking them out. And they they wanted to go into Memphis last night and put it on the Grizzlies when the Grizzlies were just as down or maybe more than the Warriors have been, and they couldn't do it. They gave up 48 in the first freaking quarter 
against them, and that to me shows you that either this team's just not that good, or they're reaching for you know they're reaching for something that they just don't have. Really? One or the other. Really? Yeah. Oh man, anybody can win in March. Anybody can win in March. Well, you got to win in March, Draymond. I have a hard time getting out of my bed in March. Yeah. Well, you got to win in you, March. Me. <laughs> yeah. To be able to win in May, you got to win in March. A little more than you have to this point. I'm I'm kind of with you. Uh, you know, I was thinking about some things last night, and uh, uh, you know, this team's got some issues to me, almost literally from top to bottom, from the owner to the fifteenth man, from Joe Lacob to Anthony Lamb. They really do. I mean, you start at the very tip top. You got you got Joe Lacob and Bob Myers. Who I'll say it, they're not on the same page. Because if they were on the same page, Bob Myers would have a contract for next year. Then you go all the way down to the last man on the bench, Anthony Lamb. I mean, they could have used him last night. At 35 for Santa Cruz, right? They, they could have used him. And w- would he have been the difference in the game? Probably not. But the reality is, you play the game shorthanded. And Kaminga gets hurt, and, and now you're down another man. They're not playing defense, J.D. They, they seem very disconnected. They give in. They give in, I think, pretty early. Um, it's, I, I feel like they start games with the right intentions, but just kind of the minute things start to snowball, they realize, you know what, we're not good enough. Like, I think the big three doesn't think they're good enough anymore. They get Maybe demoralized. They, do. they get demoralized. They do. They come out, they take the same shots and attempt to make the same plays that they've tried to make throughout this championship run, and if a couple of them don't go the way that they're used to them going, they kind of... They kind of tap out for a few minutes and then regather to try and make another run, or they just get hot from three and the game gets a little bit closer. But it, it's sort of a, a faux comfort, a fake comfort once right. the game does get closer, and then they go right back to turnovers, horrible shots, terrible defense at the point of attack, no rim protection. I'm going to say it, Steiny. Yeah. Last night, and I and you know you've known me for a long time. We've done a lot of shows together. I I don't use. I've used this term a lot. I don't think I've ever used it with the Warriors. They were gutless last night. That was a gutless performance last night in Memphis. And they've here's the other thing. They've got the big three right now. They've got Steph, Clay, and Draymond. And we can talk about Wiggins right. and Poole. That's and good point. Land. Steph, Clay, and Draymond, all three together, these last three games for the first time in a month, and they lose all three. And not only do they lose all three, Steiny, but they're non-competitive, I think, in all three. Like, what is going on there? Like, the the big three, and Joe Lacob said this, the big three, plus another guy, but right. the, like, that's going to determine how good or great this team can be, and they've had... You know, nothing. Steph's been pretty good, I think, but but Clay, uh, Clay, you know, here's the other. Clay's been awful the last three games. Remember when it was? Hey, Clay's never been better. Clay's been awful the last three games. But that was a gutless effort. That was Dallas going through the motions, losing at home to Charlotte, giving up one thirty. That was the Clippers messing around. You know, up fifteen, then they lose like that. That was the low level NBA. These last three games, especially last night, that well, thankfully for the Warriors, 
it still exists because if it didn't, they'd be 11th in the West right now, and it'd be night-night, and it would have been night-night a long time ago. Yeah, I, I hear you. And the one thing, uh, now we have Kevin Harlan coming up. He uh, called the game on TNT. We're going to have him in 10 minutes, so uh, we're you know we're in a little different spot with the calls. But, but you know, the one thing that I'm very aware of is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical of this particular Warrior team. And there's there are a lot of Warrior fans that I think continue to think that this thing's going to turn around. And who am I to say you're wrong? But I'm wondering, how many true believers do you think are really out there? Like, it's easy to say, oh, you got, yeah, okay, you guys didn't think they were going to win it last year. Look what happened last year. You guys didn't think they were going to win it last year, and they won it. So when you guys were wrong, yeah, okay, you're right. We're wrong. Everybody was wrong last year. Me most of all, if you want to say it that way. But... Are there really people out there that would bet on the Warriors to win it all right now? To bet on them to win it all? Because I don't think there are. I think, I think, I think there are a lot of fans out there that are hoping and that have put a lot of faith in the past, and rightfully so, and have looked at this team like championship players. But I don't think there are any, there's anybody out there that looks at where they are right now and says, you can pick any team in the NBA, and their first choice is the Golden State Warriors. Come on. Come on now. I I don't think so. I've given them the benefit of the doubt a lot this year. Hey, they're hanging in. The standings say they're in it. If they can win five in a row, they've got action. Then they win five in a row at home, which they've been able to do for the most part all year. You're getting Steph Curry back as you go on the road. But it's March. It's go time. They've said it. They, again, quadrupled down on the fact that they've turned a corner and feel like something's going to be different. And then those are the three games we see this week on the road. Uh, those are the, that's the first quarter you see against a team that, that is so beneath you and you hate so much that you refuse to even consider them a rival when you know they would love nothing more than to smoke your ass right. for 50 and a quarter and, and blow you out even shorthanded because they can't beat anybody else. Like, how many teams have beaten the Warriors lately that can't beat anybody else? Like when you start running through all like Portland hadn't won a game in a month. Portland beats the Warriors before the before the All Star break. Like all these teams on the road that there were Oklahoma City, right? Oklahoma City, like borderline quit like two weeks ago. They started resting Shea Gilgis Alexander and they put up one thirty again, one forty against the War. Like this is not the Lakers without LeBron. All of a sudden losing at home to Minnesota and look like they were in a bad way. Up oh, Warriors come in, they're ready to roll. They got two wins against the Warriors without LeBron this year, and three in the last twenty seven days. Like this is like this is not like I've given them the benefit of the doubt, Steiny, a lot. I'm to the point where I, I think I'm I'm fed up giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, when and show me show me April 9th where you are and what your matchup is and come find me then. And yes, all these games don't matter. I'm not saying they don't. If they don't win now, they're 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 done. I mean, this. <laughs> I mean, honestly, JD, this season is more we believe mm. than trying to repeat. Seriously, what's the difference? Between I don't know if I'm going to go that far. 2007, they were probably around 500 right now, or getting there. So they they needed to put a great 21 games before the postseason. But then they end up 42 and 40. 42 and 40. They so were they, 20, they were like eight under. They were seven they were under. 25 and 30. They were 
26 and 35. Oh, okay. 26 so and 35, under. and they went 16 and 5, and then they beat the Mavericks. So they're 34 and 33. So they, maybe they can go 10 and 5 and knock off a, a higher seeded team. Tell me how they're going to do that when they're playing two of the best teams in the NBA, albeit without Durant Monday, which does change the calculus on Phoenix. And then you're going back on the road for five after that against you know, varying degrees of competition. But you're, you're playing Atlanta. You're playing the Clippers down there. You're playing Dallas at the back end of that uh, in a couple of weeks. like that. You're playing Memphis again in a couple of weeks. I mean... Tell me how they're going to go on that kind of run when they don't have the home games to to get on that kind of run at least right now. Well, I and I I can't answer that because I don't I'm I think it's going to be very difficult. I know I don't I don't think they're going to do it. But this road trip to me, JD, and you, you kind of put it put it right is yeah they're great at home and they're terrible on the road. But you know what are they going to do? Start winning on the road or losing at home? Because that's really going to that would dramatically change things. And I got to tell you, I was thinking about this. This team looks so disjointed right now. They look, they look like they're just a, a sliver from it almost coming apart. That I actually think they might. This may be. They may get blown out the next two games. Believe it or not, like I, I think it's possible the Bucks could come in here and just, just kind of demoralize them. I how, really do. How do you get Curry back and look? More disconnected. How do you get well, Curry back and look like you like each other less? Because that's also going on right now. Like they are again, and, and it's kind of gone back and forth right. this year. But they again look like a team that doesn't like playing together, which I has think, been really problematic and alarming this season. Well, without without saying it's somebody's fault or not. I mean, the one the one thing is, you know, when when you're playing with if, if Steph Curry's one of the greatest players of all time, and he is. Playing with Steph Curry and without Steph Curry then becomes a dramatically different thing. You take the best player in the league off your team, you're going to have to play way different than when that best player is on your team. So I think there might be something to that, that he's so important that it's hard to just say, oh, this is how we play with him, this is how we play without him. And I'm, and I'm not blaming Curry at all. Of course not. At all. But here is what I'm saying. I think you could make the case that this Warriors team this season has been built better than teams they've had in the past at being able to play without Curry. Hey, this team's got players to where when Curry's out, they can survive. But they're not well built for Curry when when he's there. And whether that's, you know, Clay Thompson's shots are are just coming in right. different ways that take you out of rhythm and Draymond's not doing this and Wiggins isn't around and Poole, I mean he stinks right now, and 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 I've given him a lot of benefit of the doubt. But he goes back to the bench, and all of a sudden it's Ole defense right. and terrible shots and the turnover. Like he can't fit his game into the box when the Warriors have everybody available, and that's a big problem. Divincenzo hadn't been the same right. since Curry come back. Kaminga hadn't been the same since Curry come back, and and now is hurt again. Whoo. Yeah, there's a there's a litany, unfortunately, and uh, we're going to talk about it on the other side with Kevin Harlan, TNT play-by-play man. He was on the call last night uh, in Memphis. That's what's coming up. Don't go anywhere. Kevin Harlan on the other side, and it's sponsored by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. For Bain and now another steal. Brooks by Green puts it up and overtaken. They're discussing the podcast. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, welcome back. Matt Steinmetz and John Dickinson. And uh, pleased to bring on Kevin Harlan. Uh, he was on the call last night for TNT. I, I got it. I've always wanted to pick the mind of a, of a genius. Now, did you have that running around your head somewhere before the game that if these two get into it, that's clever? <laughs> or are you a spur-of-the-moment genius? Oh, well, I'm not a genius, but I am spur-of-the-moment. And there could have been a lot of weird stuff that I may have said <laughs> along the way. I, I have always kind of believed that you don't plant things in your head. You know, storylines, clearly, because we had uh, read about Draymond's comments in the podcasts on Brooks. Uh, they addressed it pregame with the Horde of Media. And um, so, I mean, it was in there, but that that, that did not uh, cross my mind until it happened. And it was kind of odd because we talked to Steve about it uh, in our pregame meeting, Steve Kerr, and asked him about a volatile, emotional, passionate player um, like Brooks going up against a, a passionate emotional guy like Draymond and he said that you know we've talked and uh usually Draymond is is very buttoned down and I I expect nothing less of that from him tonight and sure enough as I went back and watched we didn't have a very good view of it from where we were courtside but it was Brooks doing all the kind of antagonizing and Green kind of uh, was trying to Turn to the side, get out of the way, and not engage. And I think a four-time champion can feel that way. Oh, he's as decorated as any guy in the league right now and probably just felt, listen, until this guy does anything beyond the second round, uh, he and I have nothing to talk about. Right, so. right. And he's right, and he's right. So anyway, no, I did, I did but I did not have, I did not have that stashed away. I, I'm not that smart, number one. And I don't even know if it was that good a comment, but no, I was. It was funny. You got to chuckle out here. For, uh, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> um, let me uh, let me ask you this, Kevin. And you know, one of the things we you know we out here we've seen every Warrior game, and sometimes yeah, you know, when you see them all the time, you have a chance. To, you know, you have little tunnel vision. But for someone like you who probably checks in with them periodically, you, you might have a better view. What like what did you see last night? From that team, the Golden State Warriors, that looks different than the team you've probably watched for the last eight, ten years. 
Well, I, you know, Jonathan didn't play, Kaminga didn't play, and uh, twisted the ankle. I'm not sure exactly what the prognosis is, but it happened in pregame, and and I'm not sure if it's a two-week thing or what it's going to be. Clearly, he is a factor and a guy that they include. Um, I, I don't know, a couple things. Number one, I think as close as the West is from um, number two on, um, you know, a, a little hot run of four or five wins in a row, as we saw the dubs do at home with that five-game winning streak can get you back in in the top four which is what everybody's aiming for and certainly the top six but avoiding like the plague seven through ten because those are the play-in numbers and no one wants to have extra games practices travel and everything else that comes with it so you know being one of the top six is goal number one and being in the top four would be the dream and and i don't see why there's any reason that a defending champion with the basic core still there can't be there. Now, listen, um, uh, we don't know what Gary Payton is going to bring when he comes back from the injury, but I think he's closer than further away is my impression. And his defense was uh, vital against the Celtics last year in the finals. He makes them different defensively. Um, and, of course, in the broader picture, we know that some of the young kids have not panned out the way they wanted whether it was the center it was the high pick or the or the you know player out of arkansas you know moses moody i mean it just you know wiseman and moody were two guys that think they really thought you know what they're going to just absorb everything we have here and and the, the issue is you've got moody who played one year of college basketball and and wiseman who only played three games of college basketball and and was injured a lot as he was getting into the NBA. And I know we've it's tired to hear that, but that is such the truth with these young players. So Moody is, is chomping at the at the G League level and getting valuable minutes. Uh, still a part of the franchise, clearly. And and Wiseman's going to hope to kind of rebuild himself a little bit, maybe with a little bit less pressure on him than he was having at Golden State. Not that it was exerted on him, but you know when you're drafted that high and with a defending champion or with a team of championship-caliber players and Hall of Famers like they've got, it begins to maybe creep in on you a little bit. Hey, why aren't you answering? Why aren't you stepping in line, following what we're doing? And he probably tried. It just He just needs time. These are young kids. So when the NBA says with the players they're going to lower the drafting age to 18, I go, you've got to be kidding me. These kids can hardly... These kids can hardly maneuver where they are right now at 19 and 20, let alone at 18. And now you're going to put them in at 18 and take veterans' positions to keep a young 18-year-old kid? What it really looks like to me is they want to build that G League even more. And um, and they're going to do it. Uh, kids are going to leave. If, if the NIL money isn't there, they're going to go and put themselves for the draft or become an undrafted kid and go to the G League and try to hook on that way. Anyway, I'm getting off target. But the point is, is that um, I, 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 did you see how explosive they were last night when they needed to be? That was a big game for Memphis too. They're they're struggling. This Moran yeah. thing is a huge black cloud over the team, and and they they needed that almost worse than I know it was the eighth consecutive loss in the row, but they almost needed that worse than than the Warriors did. I thought last night. Yeah, and Kevin, it's interesting because I, I, you know how stunning is it in a way that that you see it in short spurts still, and and even shot saw it in short spurts last night from the Warriors what they can be when they're on their game, but they're still 
disconnected and the defense is bad and it's especially bad on the road and then there's almost a veteran versus young player disconnect on play like they have it but when they call for it they can't always get to it like how how stunning has that been to watch as you've kind of evaluated this team this year well if they weren't as old as they were and hadn't done as much as they had done and you know weren't destined for springfield one day i'd say uh uh-oh but I, I guess I don't say that. I mean, I mean, listen, this regular season is too long. Um, they're just trying to stay above water, keep their health, and, and, and fine-tune the thing they need to fine-tune. I mean, clearly it's frustrating. Losing eight on the road does not bode well if you aren't one of the top four teams and have road games more than home and, you know, in, in the, the first round of the playoffs. That is not good. But this is a team that when they were on last night and and, and – you know, into it, so to speak. Not that they weren't, or not that they weren't trying. I don't mean to imply that at all. I just, I just think that you know we've still got another fourteen, whatever it is, games to go, and and this team is just kind of not laying in the weeds. I just, I just, I just think right now that I, I think they're saving their best for last, quite frankly. And I, yeah, I mean, it was disappointing to see that last night, but that Memphis team was all in, man. I mean, they they had to prove to themselves after some embarrassing time and. And, and they've lost two starters, including the the, the, the kind of the, the, the figurehead of their team in Morant and and their best bench guy. And there there, there was some real question. You know, they don't have the depth, they don't have the wherewithal, they don't have the pedigree and the resume to say, "Yep, we'll we'll survive this." The the, the Warriors do. Um, uh, and I, but I agree, it, it's it's pretty hard to watch at times. At other times, it's so beautiful you just can't believe how beautiful it is. And there were there were segments of the game last night where the passing was crisp and the shots were on and the screens were laid and the cutting was there and all the things that this team is about. But I'm telling you, I, I, mentally, for guys in their 30s who have done as much as they've done, I think this is just a real grind. And and, and which is a which is a uh, you know it, it points right at the length of the season, which is too long. And 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 see a game like last night, if if it's in football. Or if it's in a you know a, a season where there's a limited number of games, you begin to think, oh my God, the fall's falling down and the sky's falling down on us. But but in the NBA, you got another game. You have a chance to win at home against Milwaukee, and then you can play another game on Monday and, and, and get and get a win there against another good team. And so you know, it's just like, all right, what's up next? What's up next? How many more games? What's the calendar say? Is the clock ticking any faster? And 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 just to finish in the top six. I think for all these teams, Denver aside, but for two through through seven and eight, I mean, finishing in the top six is is right now the only thing I think they want to do. Home and road, even though the even though the, the Warriors' road record is is just hard to look at, um, uh, I, I'm not sure that that has as much bearing anymore. Yeah, you don't have to travel, and yeah, you're in your own bed, and yeah, I get, I get all that. But I don't know, a team like this with with those Hall of Famers and what they what they've got, what they've been through. I think they just say, um, let's tighten the screws. We're ready to go and and uh, and, and buckle up because it's, it's coming up. Kevin Harlan joining us on 95.7 The Game. You heard him last night, uh, Warriors at Memphis. He works for TNT. If, if the Warriors don't get it done, let me, let me just ask you to put on a, a little future uh, prediction here. Do you think it's because their big three aren't good enough anymore, or will it be because they didn't have enough help? You know, um, 
there was there was a lot of hope that the that the two kids we were talking about before Wiseman and, and Moody were were really gonna really gonna you know make a nice jump here and and fall right in line and be that nice transitional group along with Jordan Poole uh, of like the next wave and these guys on paper coming in to that situation at all the all the credentials you'd want you know to to join a team like you've already got. And the fact that, that Moody has been probably slower than anticipated and Wiseman clearly was, 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 it, it, whatever the issue was there, it was, it was not taking hold. And to trade a guy drafted that high this quickly after he's, after he's become a pro is a pretty telling thing. So, um, that to me becomes the only thing that doesn't really compute is that, is that I think most general managers uh, would have bought into what you know they were doing. I right, pool is there, established. He's a couple years ahead. Wiseman makes sense, and and Moody, uh, you know, has got incredible promise, and comes from a good conference and was the freshman of the year in that good conference. And you think, yeah, okay, they got the guys who are in late twenties, about 30, 31 at the time. You bring these guys in, and and then you 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 see that you know it it, it, it hasn't happened quite yet. And, you know, um, um, they got lucky too, you know, with, with Peyton, Bielitsa, you know, there, there was Otto Porter Jr. Like, like they got some nice performances last year. Clearly you don't win a championship unless everybody's got their fingerprints on it. And all those kids did. And, and, and Peyton in particular, I think Peyton comes back, quite frankly. I don't want to put too much on him, um, because the core injury, the abdomen thing and the muscles that aren't responding, um, or just need a little bit more work. Um, when all that solidifies and, 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 and that situation comes to fruition and he's healthy to go out there, and if he's anything like he was defensively, I think that's going to be a, a big shot in, in the arm for the team. I mean, just just it may come at the perfect time, like a week or ten days away from the end of the regular season with four or five games to play. It might be the perfect entree for him to join, you know, get back up to speed, get his basketball legs under him, and then provide the one thing that I think everybody agrees that they need right now is just a little bit more on defense. And and then that leads to their transition game, and the rest is history. They pass, they move, they cut, they do all those things. They shoot as well as anybody out there when they're on their game. And I just think that would, they're, they're the team I would not want to play. Not not just the defending champions, but they right. just they, they have guys that can just, just kill you. And, and they showed it at times last night, even though the score didn't reflect that. Yeah, Kevin, it's uh, it's going to be interesting as we head down the stretch. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it, and uh, we love your work out here. You're nice to say that. Thanks. Always fun to be out with you guys. Take care. All right, Kevin Harlan, TNT. He was on the call last night and talking about the Warriors. All He's right. giving him the benefit of the doubt. You have to. Well, you don't have to, but, like, for example, uh, I would never say the Warriors have zero chance. No doubt. I'd say they got a 4% chance. But I'd never say zero. You have to allow for that. But you know what? I here, here's here's what I think's going on, and and I don't know that it's it, I'm, it's a it's an overview. It's not uh, so the Golden State Warriors play the Toronto Raptors, okay? Mm-hmm. And they get beaten six games, and in the process, they lose Durant, they lose Clay Thompson, and the next year they go five and fifty. And 15 and 50. 15 and 50. And uh, they lose Durant. Clay gets hurt again. 
They make the play-in game, but they don't even make the playoffs. Okay, So it's two years since they were in the finals, three years since they won it. So they come out last year, and there is absolutely, positively, no doubt that they had something to prove. They thought they were written off too soon. And they went out, and they won 53 games, and they ran the table in the playoffs, and along the way they had some good fortune, but they deserved all they got, and they won a title that nobody expected. Dude, it was their crowning achievement. It's their crowning achievement. That one last year. How, you can't... They, they don't have their championship edge right now. They, they don't have it. They don't have the motivation they had a year ago. And you can't just snap your fingers and say, all right, well, let's start playing hard from this point on. The reason they played as hard as they played last year was because they hadn't won it in three years, and they hadn't been a factor in the last two years. One of the reasons they can't get it going this year is because they won it last year. And that was so gratifying that it's hard to get back to the level of, of, uh, of, of the proving they, wanted to, did, they did last year. Even if they win it this year, they, they will not have proved as much as they proved last year. And in many ways, you look at, at last year, and they proved that they were good enough to themselves by February. Like mm-hmm. They came out, and then, because of the injuries, knew they had enough hay in the barn, so to speak, to coast, basically because they had injuries. They entered this season wanting, needing, however you want to put it, to coast. And right. they thought that the young players were going to be able to help them do like, that. And 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 from the jump, it wasn't there. Right. We've talked a lot about that. Harlan hinted at a couple. Like one, they still have it. I think was was one takeaway in his mind that the Warriors still have it, and they show it in in these smaller stretches. Although, I think showing it in the smaller stretches, like how many games could be a could be proof they can't do it. How many times? And I even hit you with this a couple of times last night as we were watching the game, knowing we were doing the show together today. How many times Warriors cut it to six? Warriors cut it to four? How many times over the last decade, when the Warriors do that, do they, like, oh, wow, they're going to win the game. Memphis is in a bad way. I'd say nine out of ten. It's less and less <laughs> yeah. this year for oh, sure. No like, this year they almost never I'm win. Saying, I'm saying nine out of yeah. ten in the past. Right. But, but so... In, in those times where they've shown that they have it still, that Harlan's referring to, a lot of the time that ends up be, turning into a win. Where, like, right. oh my God, at the end of the night, it's like, wow, they gave up 48 in the first quarter. That was brutal, but they won by six. And, and, they, and, and Clay went off in the fourth quarter. And you know what, Draymond, yeah, that was, that was cute. Brooks, right. you know, Brooks trying to get in Draymond's face, and Draymond got the last laugh because he. He stoned somebody at the rim in the final two minutes right. before Curry hit the dagger, and they walked out of there laughing at Memphis again. Ah, poor Memphis. Like, they stink. They're never going to win it because they're not champions. And that becomes the storyline. To me, the inability for any of these games on the road where they've made their little mini runs to turn into a win shows you that maybe they don't quite have it. Exactly. Like they, like they used to. Well, it's kind of the... It's, you know, the Everything you can argue on their behalf, you can argue against in a way, uh, if you know what I mean. Like their their championship pedigree, 
You want to call it that? Somebody else might say they're getting old. You know what I mean? If you want to coast and make your run, that's fine. But you can't coast and make your run and then still get beat by 20. I, I, sorry, like yeah. that doesn't that doesn't compute. And then say you're fine afterwards, right? Which they've done all year. And I, all right, Draymond is being Draymond when he does that. But like, bro, last night's not the night to be like we're fine. It's March. You sorry, who, it's you know not. War, you know who the Warriors are like right now? They're like me. They're like me saying, you know what? I'm gonna lose about 15. I'm gonna lose some weight. I'm gonna. <laughs> Sure. And then a week goes by. And sometimes you do it. And the week goes by, and I'm about to say, you know what? This week I'm going to get it going. No, I'm going to get it going. And then we go to the high horse, and then I eat a pizza by myself, and I wake up Monday, and I'm still... You know what? Hey, J.D., bring me that cinnamon coffee cake roll. J.D., bring me the coffee cake. Bring me the coffee cake. And they just keep putting it off, and pretty soon they're going to... But here's here's what I want to do. I alluded to it before. Who out there is really still believing that this Warrior team is going to win it all? Because I know I know a lot of Warrior fans are hoping. I know a lot of Warrior fans would love to see it. But every, you know, every time we kind of count out the Warriors, there's always a, a, a solid segment of fans that that chastises. You, you thought they were going to win it last. Year? You didn't think they were going to win it last year. Do you really think that the Warriors are going to somehow pull this off? They're 34 and 33. They have the worst road record in the league, but they're going to run the table and win it all? I want you to tell me why you think that still. 888-957-9570 if you if you really believe it. If you really really believe it. You know the Kaminga thing is <laughs> You know, they could have used him last night. Uh, uh, yes, they could have. They could have used Anthony Lamb last night, believe it or not. Yes, they could have. Yes, they could have. Uh, now we'll see about, uh, you know, I guess uh, he was in a walking boot after the game um, in terms of uh, Jonathan Kaminga. But I I just think that, uh, I mean, in, uh, they're just not as hungry. They're not hungry anymore. Well, I mean, Harlan also hinted at the fact that they're not bringing it as as right. consistently as they need to. But at, I also think there are times where they've looked to try and flip the switch and they haven't been able to, in particular on the road. I mean, last night, you know they want that game. And last night, they give up a freaking dunk on the first play of the game. I mean, it just... And 48 in the first quarter. And, like, I just... It, this goes beyond... Not wanting it for me, like right. this. It's because I think at this point they do want it. Like they did want the Laker game, and they scored eighteen in the first quarter. They did want the OKC game. I think maybe they thought they could win that game, not playing a lot of defense, and they got they got bit in the rear end by it. They, you know, they wanted to shut Memphis up and put Memphis further down the 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 path that they've been on here for the last couple of months and then they give up 40, 48 in the first quarter they got Steph back and they're 0 and 3 well that this was right. survive until Steph comes back and then and then it's going to turn on the road for about the fifth different time this year right. and every time that's happened they haven't turned the corner but this is like that actually is a good point at some point this is who you are well and and you know what if you really want to be kind of harsh about it uh, you know, 
last year or any any year in the past, if you're a Warrior fan and one of your guys got hurt, you know what? Wait till Draymond comes back. Okay, fair. Uh, wait till Curry comes back last year. Wait till Curry comes back. Okay, you're right. Wait till Clay comes back from his two year injury. Wait till Clay comes back. You're right. They want it. Wait till Wiggins comes back. No, that ain't it. Well, like that ain't it. But I'm the, sorry. But at the same time, if Wiggins doesn't come back, they're done. They are done. And I'm starting to think if Peyton doesn't come back, they're done. They, I, I hear you. But I guess what I'm saying is, as far it's as an, winning a title, it's like it's almost an indictment of the big three. If you're saying wait till Wiggins comes back, because those three never had to wait for anybody to get going before. It has to be an indictment of the big three. It has to be. They're back together, and they can't win. 888-957-9570 is the number. It's also the Xfinity Mobile text line. Uh, I'm taking calls from Warrior fans who think they can get this on track still. I want to know why you think that, and I'm, I'm... I'm open-minded because I, you know, I'm not going to write them off altogether. I might get close, but I'm not writing them off altogether. But why do you think this is actually going to turn around? By the way, do you want to win two tickets to the Warriors Spurs game on March 31st? All you have to do is download the Odyssey app or listen at 957thegame.com. The longer you listen, the more chances you have to win. You'll get one entry for every hour you listen, and every hour you listen is another chance to win up to eight entries per day. So download the Odyssey app right now. Tickets courtesy of the Golden State Warriors. And as always, go to warriors.com for tickets now, 888-957-9570, to jump into the conversation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 